Hello, friends. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis. We are diving right in today to a story that I have seen time and time and time again. In fact, friends, Spirit has been doing something where they give me angel signs around the time that I am working on a podcast. They will show me in my life that day when I am working on a podcast, the exact same thing the podcast is about. So what am I talking about here? I have had so many clients come into my office wanting to talk about the 23andMe DNA test. My friends, I love ancestry so much. It is one thing that my dad passed down to me. And so many people get the Ancestry Kit 23andMe as a Christmas gift. What you're not hearing, but I'm seeing behind the scenes, is that there are a lot of people who are finding out that a parent they have thought was their parent for 40 years plus is not, in fact, their biological blood. There are a lot of people who are getting the 23andMe results back and finding out that their dad is not their real dad. The hardest part about this too is that a lot of times that parent is on the other side when the child finds out this truth. And my friends, my clients who are coming in reporting this have a very wide response to how they feel about this information. What you have to understand is this. When spirit takes us through a spiritual awakening, part of what they're doing is getting us to disassociate with the fake identity that we have created for ourselves. All of us go around and we put our own self-worth in different things. Before a spiritual awakening, you might tell yourself, if I make this much money, then I'll be worth it. If I weigh this amount, then I am worth it. I am worthy. If I look this way, then I will be worthy. These are all lies that the egoic mind is feeding us. For some people, their self-worth, their identity is all wrapped up in their ancestry, who they were. Can you imagine if all your life you identified as one nationality or two nationalities and then you got this test and you found out that that's not your heritage, that's not where you're from? I hope you can see where it would break down somebody's self-identity and have them question Have them start at point zero of who am I now if I'm not this person that I always thought that I was. So why are we talking about this story today? We're talking about it because first off, it's happening a lot more than it's being talked about. Number two, it is thrusting people into a spiritual awakening. And three, because if you know what's going on, then you can be an angel to people in your life who might be going through this. You can be a support system for them. 
The interview that you're going to hear is with a woman who wants to remain anonymous because, uh, again, my friends, I've been seeing this over and over and over again, and this woman wanted to share her story. She just didn't want her family to know because she hasn't told all of them yet. And interestingly enough, I was working on this podcast yesterday before I went into my office to do readings. And when I went into my office to do readings, Spirit brought through that sign and they had somebody come into my office who was struggling with this exact thing. They took the 23andMe test as a gift and they found out that their father was not their real father. So you're going to hear all about this in the interview today. But before we get started, I just want to make three short announcements. I'm going to try and get through this in one minute or less. First, I made a mistake. We do have three spots open in the January Angel School. If anyone is interested in joining us for the January 11th through 12th in person, Reiki Master Training Dates. Let me know and we will get you in. We're also running the Angel School online in January if you don't want to travel to the Chicagoland area. My friends, we also have the Manifestation Course coming up. It's running for three weeks in January. When you sign up, you are in it for all three weeks and I am teaching you how to co-create the life that you want to be living, how to build the life that you want to be living and have your best year yet in 2020. This course also dives into your purpose. What is your purpose here on earth? We are looking at all of that in the January Manifest Your Best Year Yet e-course. Also, my friends, we are still running the 40 days of giveaways, holiday giveaways, and I have more names to read off for you. We pick them live over on Facebook, and then I read them here as well, too. So if you hear your name, let us know. We will get you out a gift to put underneath your tree. If you haven't written a review yet and put it on the Apple Podcasts, on our Facebook page, or on our Google Business page, then you're not in the drawing to win. And we are picking so many prizes in 2020 to give away to you. So write that five-star positive review so that you can be in the drawing for the rest of 2019 and all of next year. Okay, friends, here's the interview. Hello, friends. Today we have on a special guest. We are going to keep her anonymous today. But she is talking about a human experience that is not unique to her. I have heard this maybe even four times uh, since I've been doing this work. So, um, my friend, I want you to share your story um, with us and talk to us about this because it really started last Christmas, right? Right. It did. And my husband bought me a kit for Christmas. So we joke that it's the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) But... But yeah, so it all started then. So what did he get you? Um, a 23andMe DNA kit. I sent it in, took three weeks to get it back. And when it came back, um, it had names on my mother's side, but none on my dad's side. And a whole bunch of names I didn't recognize. So, and one close relation that I had never heard of or met and could not figure out how I was related to her. 
So how did you begin this process? Because what you learned from this DNA test, this 23andMe, was that your biological father was not who you thought it was. You were raised your entire life thinking that your dad was your dad. And then through this 23andMe, what you found out was that um, your biological father was somebody else. Yes, yes. Um, I don't know. I... I, of course, questioned my mom. We met out and I asked her uh, what was going on and she denied what was going on. Um, I told her, I'm not dumb, mom. I can do the math and I know that something is wrong here. And it took meeting a couple times before she finally told me. And I had been on vacation right after I found out. And so that wasn't a very good vacation because uh, she wouldn't tell me anything before I left. I even contacted her while I was on vacation and she still wouldn't talk to me. Then she finally told me, um, gave me a name and I at least had that to go from. And so I quickly ordered an ancestry DNA test. And when that came back, I'd, I'd had the story at least of how this all happened. And um, I got my answer back and four siblings on the ancestry DNA. So I connected immediately without thinking. And we just started conversing and trying to figure out more about, I mean, who I could have been, you know. So how did that go for you? Because I've talked to uh, a few other people who have been through this. One person said that the DNA test that they ordered synced up two different people who had also taken the test on Facebook. And what came through was that she knew these people who the test told her were brothers and sisters and they were from the same town. They had been going to the same places their entire life. She had just never known for some people making that connection with those brothers and sisters can be very difficult. Um, sometimes it's even difficult to tell your current siblings what's going on. How has this situation kind of played out for you? I told my sister right away. So she knows I have three brothers and I haven't told any of them. And I suspect one of my other siblings has the same biological father as me. But it's a strange occurrence. I mean, my parents met, or they've been dating since their mom was 14. And she moved away when she was 18 and they got married in another state before dad got stationed in the military. And when they were there, they met, um, my dad first met my biological father and my mom got introduced to him and they hung out and worked together in another location, you know. And when my mom and dad moved back home, um, she was pregnant and I'm the third child. so. I suspect my oldest sibling is also, I mean, we, we look so much alike and so different than the rest of the family. So, and I mean, he, he looks like my biological father, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of, I mean, that's all I, that's all you do when you go through this is you, 
look for who you look like, like you've looked your entire life. I've always looked in the mirror and I've looked at my birth certificate in the past thinking, are they really, are you really my parents? Why do I look like this? And they'd say, it's because of your heritage, because of this, because of that. And, and I fully thought that I would be 50% French and I am, I'm not, I am 45% Hispanic, Portuguese, um, you know, 2% Indian, you know, I'm just like, and I'm like, ah, it makes sense, you know, but still it's like, even that finding out your heritage is not what it, what you thought it was so hard to swallow. One of the things that comes up in all of my sessions is this profound need within us as human beings for safety and security. It is just as imperative as food, shelter, water. How have you really worked through this over the last year? Because I think that you kind of stepped away from some of your original beliefs is what you said in the email and that you've used some alternative therapies in your local area to really help you come to terms with this. Talk about this entire experience and the process of working through it. Well, I joined a support group on Facebook to begin with. It's a private one that you only find out about if you're in my position. And that was helpful, but sometimes overwhelmingly um, rehashing all that you felt because you're reading everybody's stories. So, but you're so consumed by it when you first find out it was a good three months of my life being, I don't want to say wasted, but I couldn't, like it consumed me. I couldn't think of anything else. Um, And I didn't want to go to a psychiatrist because um, everything I read is that they're not prepared to deal with this situation. And some of them, um, some people that have went through it were told just to get over it, um, to move on and told things that you don't, as, as an NPE, that you don't want to hear, like, um, you're still the same person you were before stuff like that. Cause you're not, you'll never be, you know, you're completely, everything's changed internally, you know? And, and so I thought, what am I going to do? And I had went to a reflexologist here and um, which is, was very helpful. And I had only been to once. So I went to her again and just went there for reflexology, you know, and started talking and I lost it. And we started talking about it. And she, I think is like new, she's older and she's new to being in tune to her like spiritual self. You know, she's always been a spiritual person, but as far as being in tune with the spirit community, you know, I don't know how else to say it. She was very helpful. I went through a recentering, you know, with that she does. I don't even know how what it's called, but recentering, and it was so helpful. And then she told me about uh, another lady who was a friend of hers who I went and have seen like four times, and she just did like a, a humble healing, and and we've just talked and it's been so helpful and it and honestly i leave there feeling so at peace and so she's like just i'm not a journaler she says you need to journal you need to get out in nature and spend some time outdoors which i am i mean i go we live out in the country i i go outside you know a lot so i mean that that's a good thing healing for me also 
but I'm still not good at journaling. <laughs> I've done a bit of it, but I'm still, don't take the time. But that, it's just, it was so helpful. And she has um, given me a um, little bit of messages from my biological father who basically like has said um, like that it's a good thing I didn't find out about him sooner because I would have been disappointed sooner. So the the family that I found did not have a good life, did not have a good upbringing. They went through a lot of terrible things. And so, I mean, I get it. My mom, all she would say is, he's such a nice man. Your Your biological father is a very kind man. Not the man that my other siblings that I didn't grow up with knew. And so... I think my mom had this false feeling because she reconnected, of course, with him three, four years later when I came around and then he was out of her life forever. And I, and so I never knew if he knew about me or not, or my brother, you know, but I found out that he did. She had sent him pictures, which one of my sisters showed me. So. So I'm wondering when you found out the news and this is so often the case, what you found out was that your biological father is on the other side. He's not here. So you weren't able to have that reunion with him or even talk to him. Have you learned through the healers that you've been to how to communicate with him a little bit? Or do you have some closure that they were able to bring through those messages for you? I mean, I feel like Something played a hand in me finally taking the test and this all getting connected because of the turmoil that goes on with that family, my other family. Um, I think that there's a reason this all happened. Um, he was adopted. So it would have been impossible for me to find out if I hadn't done ancestry, who he belonged to or where I belonged. Um, because the cousin that I was connected with on 23andMe had no idea who he was. And I found out, so I found out that her, her dad is my biological father's half brother. And he was a conception out of wedlock, you know, and things didn't work out. He was given away to a distant relative of, of the moms, of his moms, of, I suppose, my grandmothers, you know, and was raised by them as an only child. And they weren't sure what his real birth date was even, if, if they had changed it, if he had his birth name or if they gave him a different name. So I feel like, I mean, honestly, I was the missing link for them finding out truly who, because my other siblings are very interested in genealogy, a couple of them, and about their history. But it's been a kind of hard for them to figure out where he came from because their grandmother, they met later in life and would never really divulge the story. Like everybody else, it's always a secret. Have you received any angel signs from him? Not that I'm aware of. And like I said, I feel like the reason, if any, that that this all came about is so that that the family could be like connected. And the the cousin that I found was the only girl on her side of the family and always wanted girl cousins and never had them. And then these other, the other siblings, there, there were seven of them. There are five that are surviving that they, they don't know where the oldest brother is, but they're split, you know, they, they, they don't communicate. Two of these two do and these two do. So that's hard. 
So I see it as an angel sign in and of itself that your dad led you to take this test because that's what I've seen in so many of these cases is that when dad is on the other side and you're called to really go through this process that it is a very difficult process, dad is leading you through it for a reason. Um, And maybe that reason is just for you to connect with your biological cousin or biological sister. Yeah, I, I would say that that would probably be it. On my end, though, like I'm very fortunate that I had a loving family and parents that worked hard and provided, you know, what they could. We didn't travel a bunch. We didn't have an excess of, of money, but we had a, a loving family and a big family, you know. So that's another odd thing is going to a family reunion and and stifling that I am not related to any, like blood related to any of these people. Yes, I love them. Yes, they're my family, but it's just a whole different feeling. And knowing uh, and meeting the other siblings too is like, for some people, I think it it's welcomed or it's, they've had a terrible upbringing, so they're looking for for better relationships. And for me, it's I feel like so far they're they're acquaintances and and it'll just take time to build that. I think that's so beautiful. And because there are more people who are going through this than we realize, what advice would you give to somebody if someone's listening to this podcast, they know somebody who's who's going through and experiencing this right now? What it advice would you give to them on where to start? Because it does really reshape who you are and who you see yourself as. Just give yourself time to heal and all of your emotions that you're going to feel are okay and they're normal and it does get better. Time does heal. Um, Everybody has their their own thing that's going to help them get through it, you know, and you might have to do it on your own, but hopefully you have some support to get you through but I think that's primarily it is let the emotions happen I think that's beautiful advice thank you so much for coming on the podcast today for sharing your story and uh, for anybody out there listening just know that there are those Facebook groups that you can go on to get the support that you need if this is something that you've experienced as well Uh, again I've seen it a lot of different ways I've I've seen a couple of cases where the person has known other people that have been identified through this 23andMe as siblings, never knowing before that test that they were related. This does happen. There are places where you can get support on Facebook. And thank you just so much for coming on the show and sharing this story. You're welcome. It's been difficult, but this is part of the journey, I think. Thank you so much. I think it's a really interesting story to share. It is happening. It's happening more than people are talking about. One out of every 25, it was people that take a DNA test to get a surprise. That's a lot. Um, I was three months into this and a name of a friend um, that I've known through athletics with my kids popped up. And I was like, what? And so I I mean, I, my, my husband's always one that's like, stand back, think about things before you react. And I'm like typing immediately. Like I sent her a message and I'm like, I am here for you. I'm three months into this. I don't know how, you know, 
if you, you know, if she had any suspicions before. Um, but that's been so helpful too, just to connect with that one person who you know pretty well and ha have that common thing to share. And, and her story is completely different than mine, you know, too. Also military, you know, <laughs> but mine, I don't know. There's, it's so weird, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like, I mean, my biological father really hasn't had any messages or any anything to really say and I have one of my sisters um she feels like she's like gifted too and and she says she talked to her dad like she, she took care of her dad when he passed away she's the only one who would um the rest of them left home like, all of them left home at 18 and never looked back they had a horrible upbringing a hor horrible childhood and she, she took care of them and she said and she's very close to him she said, um, he talks, she talks to him or she talks to him every day, you know? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how that, I don't know how to, you know? Yeah. And I don't know like what he would even have to say to me, right. you know? Yeah. Mm. Well, I can tell you, I feel your dad's presence around you and I don't know how you feel even about the word dad. Cause I think that that can be kind of a harsh thing at just the word too, right? Dad versus father. Yeah. But I do feel his energy in your field, and um, I do feel like he is trying to show you that he is with you because do you have three kids? Three. What he shows me is just him needing you to know that on the other side, he has to go through a life review, and through that life review, he has to step into the people that he hurt in order to wash away that karma and really step into the other side. Everybody has to go through it. And he just needs you to know that from the other side, from that place of peace, that heavenly place where he is perfect, that he is with you. He's watching out for you. He's watching out for your kids and that he always will be. Yeah, I believe that. And when I've said, when I said that, I mean, I know there's been times when I've been saved, you know, I was in a, been in many car accidents throughout my life. I've had a terrible track history, but one that I, I mean, my husband was ahead watching this happen. He watched the accident, you know, I hit a snowplow and he, he had to watch it, but everybody's like, there's, there was an angel with you because you should not have. And I was like scrapes and a little bit of glass in my eye. And that was my only injury, you know? So it was like amazing. Wow. Oh, thank you so much for your time. Well, I hope that you have a blessed holiday. Good to meet you too. You take care. Have you a happy too. holidays. You too. <laughs> Friends, here are the 40 days of giveaways winners since we announced them last time. We have Christine Kissimus, Yvette Collin, April Accord, Express Now, Mary Link, Marie Wheeler Hardgree, Kate Venema Quillardi. We also have Tristan Schroeder, Steve Moody, CMX Tina, Beth Albano, May Laurie, Andy4233, and Lisa Daly. Please send us your mailing address so that we can get those presents out to you. Also, don't forget to register for the Angel School in January or the January Manifest Your Best Year Yet e-course. 
You can also book a session. Doing any one of those really helps to support this podcast and keep it going. My friends, I also wanted to tell you that we switched around the days of the podcast. I don't know if you noticed, but Mondays now are the inspirational angel story. And why did we do this? Because you've been telling us that Mondays are hard days for you and you just need that inspiration, that joy on Mondays. So we did that for you. My solo episodes and episodes where I'm interviewing other people will be on Thursdays. And I'll try and differentiate those in the episode titles so that you see the words angel story on Mondays. Friends, next Thursday is a special episode. We are going to be getting together here as a podcast community to pray for everyone in the world. This is an event that I have seen held at many different places. And, you know, sometimes we get so busy in our lives that we just don't have time to go physically somewhere and be at one of these events. So I am bringing this event to you. We are not only going to pray for everyone in the world. We are going to be praying for you, your life next year in 2020. We're praying for everyone and everything. We're going to go very deep so that you can feel the oneness with all things. I really hope that you join me for this episode to get the maximum benefit out of it for you for your next year and to really set an intention of spreading your energy to anyone who needs it in the world. Remember friends, when you help project your energy and send love out, send peace out from your heart, You're not depleting your energy resources because it's coming not from you, but from God. Just like with Reiki energy healing, you are drawing the energy from God through you and sending it out to the world. And God is infinite. God is limitless. So don't think that you are going to be tapping into your energy resources and depleting them because you're not whatsoever. In fact, this is a way for you to feel more and to feel more deeply. So that event is right here, the episode on this podcast next Thursday. Until then, I hope you have a wonderful, blessed week. Open up your heart to all of the unexpected blessings that your spirit team, your angels, your guides, your loved ones are trying to bring into your life right now. My friends, they love you so much. I love you so much. Make it a wonderful, wonderful week.